Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pipeline Superheroes podcast, hosted as always by Grant Cohen. And today we have Taylor Bergain, founder at Waldo Labs, which is a new platform helping 50 plus startups automate hiring. Taylor is a multiple time founder, so we'll definitely understand the differences between his different entrepreneurial pursuits and what he's learned. Um, also has taken a lot of very unique and uh, uh, diverse roles in technical routing, recruiting, consulting. So definitely want to hear about all those steps and what you've learned by being able to touch so many different startups. But uh, Taylor, how are you doing today? Good. Doing, doing well. Can't complain. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about the mission of Waldo Labs and how you decided to get involved there. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. Like I wasn't trying to build a business when I started Waldo Labs. Um, I've been doing tech recruiting um, predominantly with startups, actually all with startups for about like nine years now. Um, and I've just seen like the models that exist in the like recruiting industry. They haven't really changed or evolved much from when I started. Um, the kind of default is as a startup, you need to hire a key role. And the way to do that is obviously you post your role, you tap your network, but what happens a lot of times because the best candidates are not usually actively looking is you'll actually hire a recruiting agency. Um, how those agencies work is you're paying 25% of the year one base of the candidate mm -hmm. you hire. So in engineering, say the average salary for like a software engineer is 150,000, you're paying $40,000 per hire which as a startup, when you're being very like revenue and cash focused is not sustainable. Um, but the other issue is that these agencies play the volume game. So they throw stuff on the wall, see what sticks. The candidates that they're sending to you, they're also sending to three to five other companies because it's very transactional in nature. So they're just incentivized to get them hired. They don't necessarily care where. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I think that recruiting, especially with startups, is such a complicated game. Um, you know, I have worked at a few venture capital firms, and at some of those firms, they have uh, talent like partners built out. And essentially, their prerogative is how do we leverage the brand of the VC firm that probably has a stronger brand than the startup to collect a very limited resource, which is like top flight software engineering talent, for example, to these smaller brands when you have companies like you know the big fang companies where they have these like really high salaries, cushy, you know, stable jobs. So I think like that challenge is never going to go away. It's always going to be hard as you know, people have different um levels of you know risk averseness. So like you know, like tell me about that challenge specifically, because it sounds like you really, you know, cut your teeth originally in technical recruiting. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the, like the, which challenge specifically? Like how you can get a software engine, like the, the basic challenges are, right, there is a finite amount of, of software engineers. They could be very critical to startups. How do we convince them and how do we incentivize them to want to work at those startups? Yeah, that that's the, the age old question. Um, yeah. with, with incentivizing software engineers and engaging them for your startup part of the kind of friction you run into is obviously around compensation. Um, for example, if you have an engineer coming from like an Amazon or Google, um, they're going to be making probably significantly more than what your compensation band is aligned to. Um, so 
you really need to be thoughtful in terms of like your targeting and your pitch to um, these candidates that you're trying to hire, whether that is um, selling your vision and the mission of the startup um, or really more of an opportunity for ownership and growth, I would say is a big draw as well. Um, a lot of times like at Google, don't quote me on the specific number, but like, I think a lot of their engineers ship like 30% of the time. So you're not necessarily as like deep in the code, working on it consistently as you would be at a startup. Um, and a startup is a great way to really like exponentially grow in your career and in your skill set in a short amount of time. And so there are definitely pros and cons to both sides. But um, if you believe in the mission, you kind of get sold there and on the team. Um, it can be, I would say, much more rewarding to work at a startup and make a bigger impact there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially like, you know, there is the like the word building, like, you know, a lot of people build organizations from different vantage points. But when you're a software engineer at, you know, a smaller company, you are really building the product sort of with your with your bare hands via code. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about the development of the product of Waldo Labs and, and the platform itself, because, you know, like, I think a lot of the recruiting agency business as it stands right now is really based on some of these soft skills and tangibles, connections, and like really one-to-one -one communications, like the best recruiters are just very, you know, very personable people that you can get along with and, and you know, can um, help tell the story of your company, but interested how your platform is different. Yeah, great. That's a great question. Um, how we built Waldo Labs was essentially thinking about everything that like I do day to day and we do day to day as recruiters in terms of the whole piece of finding and engaging candidates for these startups um, and figuring out how to make it more efficient and essentially like automate the workflows to actually empower startups to make these hires and make them faster without having to pay an arm and a leg. And so like part of part of our model is we just charge a flat fee monthly. So we want it to feel like a true partnership with the companies that we're working with versus more of that transactional like pay upon hire and we're just like pushing candidates. Um, and so what we did is like our, our kind of target clients that we've worked with is like seed to series C. Um, and what we noticed with a lot of our initial clients is like you are not paying for like an ATS like greenhouse yet. Um, you're trying to really save as much money as possible and just be very like revenue and runway focused. Um, so we actually built like a light ATS into our platform in addition to the recruiting functionality. So you can actually track all of your hiring pipeline in one place from outreach through hire um, and and like own that all yourself. Um, one thing that I would say we do differently is we're very focused on the upfront calibration piece when it comes to kicking off with clients. Um, so a lot of times when a client has a role and they go to an agency, they might send over a job description, you might do a kickoff call. Um, I've, I've worked at an agency at, at my first job out of school and like they're listening, but they have so many candidates that they're just trying to get hired that like it's some of it I want to say is like in one ear out the other, unfortunately. Um, but what we're able to do with our upfront calibration, having our, our clients create these roles in our platform um, is actually have that calibration immediately. So you'll create the role, you'll input your hard requirements. 
Um, whether that's for engineering, for example, like tech stack, what they have to have, um, as well as location, compensation, um, also targeting. So uh, similar companies, you want to see candidates from any do not contact companies, whether you share investors or there's there's other kind of partnerships in place. Um, and so we're able to get like a, a very um, defined scope on the specific role, what, like whether it's technical or non-technical. Um, so like one of our stats I'm most proud of is 46% of the time, the positive response that our client gets, gets hired. Um, and then our clients are averaging 22 days to hire. Um, so like by having that upfront calibration, we're actually saving clients 327% more time versus the industry average. Um, and you're also getting 20 hours a week sourcing back because we build that entire outbound engine for you. So like, it's all about optimization and efficiency. And, and that's really the impetus for building our platform is to have a scalable way to do that while being very transparent in terms of visualizing metrics for clients um, in their dashboard. You can actually see the gender and diversity numbers of the um, outbound pipeline that you have as well, which is important. And so we really break that all out for our clients. So you know exactly kind of what to expect and the output to expect in terms of making those hires. Yeah, absolutely. Really fascinating platform. And I think the um, decision to build out the ATS is so important because, you know, especially with smaller startups, a lot of that's handled in Google Sheets. That's definitely where I started. I built out like a Zapier uh, algorithm or a Zapier connection to like the email that LinkedIn would send me when I got a job application and I would forward it over very messy, as you can tell, and obviously lacks yeah. a lot of the more advanced metrics. Um, and then another thing that you said that was really interesting is how it handles the outbound for you. So I find that like, you know, SDRs, which, you know, is part of the Bloom Growth Program uh, yeah. and uh, recruiters share a, you know, a, a distinct skill and, you know, a big part of their roles being outbounding. So curious, like what your approach is uh, via the Waldo Labs platform and what have you found it really works? Yeah, it, that's like such a good question because this is something that some organizations have figured out and some really struggle with. Um, and it's a big problem that, that we really solve for our clients. So there's two pieces, I would say, in terms of our approach that really um, help maximize the value of us building that outbound engine for you. One is we actually do outreach like as our client for our client. So that can look mm -hmm. like um, either like an alias of um, someone on the hiring team or someone in leadership. And the benefit there is at the same time as we're doing this outreach for you, you're able to one, um, attract higher quality talent because the best candidates are not actively looking, but two, actually build your network. So if you're a new startup and you don't necessarily have like your, your brand out there or like your name as a leader out there, um, it's a quick way to connect with a lot of people, both in terms of like the conversations that you're going to be having through the interview process and also just for candidates who might not be looking right now, but love your mission or connect with like your message. Um, typically like they'll just reach out to connect with you on LinkedIn and you can start to build like a more organic network at the same time. Um, and the other piece is, and this is one of our other, I would say big differentiations is like we silo all of our clients. Um, so like say we are working with Bloom and anyone we, we reach out to for Bloom, we're only reaching out to for your company. So anyone who responds, 
you know that they've only been reached out to for you and they're responding that they're just interested in speaking with you for that specific role. Um, and we automate everything through that initial screen so you can have high quality vetted candidates just show up on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I think the silo part of it is very interesting because like, you know, I think that talent management is a big part of any recruiting solution in so far that it's like, you know, if you have uh, a job description open for a client, you probably source way more than one client. And how do you maintain those other folks? And I think like keeping it siloed so that that way, like you said, um, I think you mentioned a 46% positive response rate per candidate. Like that's a really high number. And it sounds like that approach to the data um, you know, has, has yielded that metric for sure. Um, would also love to hear how you've been able to grow Waldo Labs. You know, I think that you have 50 plus startups on your LinkedIn as like your customer base right now, you know, great case studies on your website. What has worked for your business, like in terms of growth, you know, whether it be outbound sales, whether it be marketing, we'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's been really interesting for us. Um, because, at first, and still today, 80% of our clients have come from referrals, um, which is like, obviously amazing. But at the same time, we understand that long term, that's not necessarily sustainable as you scale. Um, so it's been a mix of referrals. And then we've, we've had two channels, one being just outbound business development, and trying to be very targeted and thoughtful in that messaging um, to engage new clients. And then We've also actually partnered with a number of uh, venture capital firms, and we have like a partnership with them where we'll offer um, their portfolio like a free role for the first month so they can try us out because we are kind of like in a new, not vertical, but like we have a new approach versus like most of what's existed in recruiting to date. Um, and so like we want to be a resource for their portfolio, especially when they're earlier stage where they can lower their cost per hire and still make the key hires they need to be able to hit their business objectives. So outbound and uh, like VC referrals have really been the two kind of catalysts beyond um, just like getting referrals from existing clients. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of like the marketing for Waldo and how that's worked, like I wonder what it's like because necessarily you're a solution that is software in essence at, at minimum, but like you know, definitely relative to the agencies. How do you think mm -hmm. about that? And how does that inform your, a lot of your marketing and your messaging? Cause like you mentioned, you know, when you use a software versus, you know, other solutions, you're expecting a, you know, somewhat uh, customizable solution, something that saves you time. Um, that is like sort of all inclusive, like you mentioned with the ATS, but just like curious, like how you think about your, you know, sort of more competitive marketing as you compete against other recruiting agencies. Yeah, that that's a really good question. We, we've definitely iterated like a ton in terms of like our messaging and, and marketing that we're putting out there. Um, one thing that we probably made the mistake of early on is we just surfaced in terms of like our, our marketing and trying to get like eyeballs on us. We just surfaced like some of our metrics um, thinking like, like we know that these metrics are better than industry average. So like they should kind of drive interest. But what we learned doing that is that most like companies, um, majority of people I'd say don't actually know like what good is supposed to look like in recruiting. So like, um, workable and these different ATSs put out their like uh, reports on 
average time to hire for certain roles, um, different metrics across the board for like engineering product, uh, like how many candidates it takes on average to make a hire is another one. Um, and so we started doing two things that I think help move the needle on marketing a bit in terms of just generating like some signups on our landing page as well. Um, we, we like changed our metrics to not just be kind of like highlighting like what we thought was good um, based on what we've done, but we actually now will like highlight them in a one-to-one -one comparison against industry average. So there's more context there. Um, so like we have our clients that average, like our clients overall average 22 days to hire, um, especially for engineering and like those more technical roles. The average time to hire for those roles is closer to 50, 55 days. Um, and it just has been a lot more impactful and we can like put those two numbers side by side. Um, and then the other piece in terms of what we've done is we we kind of we're pushing pure SaaS and like we are SaaS, but there's still like because our platform is still early days, like a level of professional services that goes into it. Um, just making sure we're calibrating up front, speaking with our clients, having like really good customer service as well. Um, so what we've done along those lines is we redid our landing page um, really to highlight more case studies and social proof. And instead of before we were trying to push uh, vi like visitors from our landing page to actually like sign up on our platform. Um, but that really wasn't converting. Like we we saw that like in January when we launched a new version of the platform, we had like 500 visitors and zero signups. And we're like, okay, this is really bad. Um, and so we redid the landing page. Um, and then we instead um, have like a, a link now that will actually set you up to speak with myself. Um, and so we'll have more of that like onboarding kickoff call. We'll do like, a platform demo and really like give more context around like how we work and and like part of what we do is future proof recruiting as well so like when you input your roles and that information in our platform um say we fill that role in the first month and that's the only role you're hiring for at the moment you can come back all your info is saved and we're already calibrated and you can just pick up where you left off um and so by doing it this way instead pushing viewers and and like those clicks to a meeting versus like trying to get into our platform. We've we've had a much better conversion because now they're getting the upfront context and more social proof around what we've done and how we work. Yeah, I think that like that trade-off between the automation of SaaS necessarily and these services based solution, which I'm sure you're extremely familiar with doing in your career because that was, you know, your background. It is very inherent to um, necessarily to like the recruiting cert, like uh, business, excuse me. And so, yeah, I think that like, you know, how do you picture your company scaling as well? Like what's like, what's next? What's the vision? Because, you know, it sounds like a platform, like, like we're just saying with compared to service industry can scale a lot better because you can add, you know, marginal people to the, to the product without having to change the product. So like, where do you see the company going in the next three to five years? Yeah. So we, we have our whole, whole roadmap mapped out and, and ready to go. Um, what we want to do is we do want to make our platform like completely standalone SaaS um, and obviously still be here for that customer success piece. 
to help our clients. But we want you to be able to actually sign up, um, have like sample messaging or created messaging for you already in there when you sign up based on your criteria. Um, and then do all the messaging as well within our platform so that like it can be a one-stop shop for you to build your own outbound engine. Um, and then ideally introduce some sort of machine learning. So you can have like barriers essentially on what good looks like. And like, you can have alerts or nudges to really help you move the needle. Um, because a big part of what we do is actually behavior change with our clients. And so by doing that, we hope that we can kind of take that teach a man to fish mentality. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. We want to make it a two-sided marketplace where candidates can sign up as well. Um, and so what we want to do there is make it so that based on specific criteria, so say there's compensation, location, title, and tech stack are the four that the company is looking for, you would match with a candidate who has those same four criteria and we would weight it based on priority. Um, and then we can make more one-to-one -one connections for startups um, and also for candidates to really just make that whole hiring process on both sides um, much more seamless and, and like genuine, like kind of introduce a level of empathy, but with automation where like you're now not going to be getting ghosted, like you're, you're going to have like kind of the key criteria flushed out before you even chat. So like you don't have to have those like awkward conversations up front and you can really focus mm -hmm. on building a superior candidate experience. And for the candidate, you can really focus on like getting to know the, the people and the company and that opportunity. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I think these are some really great insights from a career in recruiting and a lot uh, ahead of you as well. And I'm very excited to, to follow the success of Waldo Labs. I think it's just definitely like more of an inevitable than an impossible for you. So thank you again. And if there's anything else you'd like to promote or folks you're looking for in our SaaS audience, uh, now's your time. Um, no, this, this was great. And if uh, anyone's hiring and wants to try a new solution, we have a one role free for the first month. So we'd love for you to check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Taylor. This was awesome. And we'll be in touch. Cool.